0: Welcome to the Codecast Podcast. Real world insights for your daily medical coding and billing processes. And now, here's your host, Terry Fletcher. Hello everyone, and welcome to the Codecast Podcast. Today, my name is Terry Fletcher. So I hope everyone is ready for Christmas. We are counting down the days. Um, I know that I am ready. I just finally finished wrapping my stocking stuffers. And by the way, I do epic stockings. I don't know if I've ever mentioned that before, but it's it's pretty fun to, to watch me everyone open up their stocking stuff for me because they're like, oh, my gosh, where did you find this? That always seems to be a conversation, but uh, it's just really fun to, to do stocking stuffers. So let's take a look at this new code that I wanted to go over, and it is a pelvic add-on code for those of you that haven't had a chance to really look at it. It is a 2024 new add-on. It says pelvic exam and list in addition for primary procedure. And it's code 9949, I'm sorry, 99459. And I read about it in OBG coding alert, volume 26, number 11 article. And it's interesting because in September, 2022, the CPT editorial panel added this new code, but it hasn't been opened up for um, reimbursement until this year. And Medicare had proposed, the rec committee had, had recommended only practice expense, so PE inputs for this code. And so the non-facility, because it's not available in the hospital setting, is 0.68. And for the 2024 um, reimbursement, would be about $22.26. So what this is, is it's really interesting. It is a, well, first, the Specialty Society has noted that reimbursement for the work um, is captured in an EM visit when the patient is seen for a gynecological appointment. But this is practice expense that captures the direct expenses associated with performing a pelvic exam in the non facility, meaning that this is um, the clinical staff member chaperoning a pelvic exam. So it can include any kind of employee that you pay, so it has to be a leased or contracted staff who work under the supervision of a physician or QHP and they're the ones that are, are assisting in the performance of um, that specific service of uh, basically the PAP and pelvic and they don't report their services. So they're saying basically to have that assistant in there, they know that you're it's not included in an E and M service because you have to pull in Um, an assistant. So let me caution you on a couple things. There's no guarantee of payment for this per HHS and CMS, especially because they're only giving you uh, RVUs based on practice expense. So what would that mean? Well, it means that, first of all, you have um, a medical assistant in this role. Secondly, if you have, um, and I'm going to put it out there because this is what's going to be looked for. Let's say you have an OBGYN practice and it's male physicians, well, typically for malpractice and for liability, they will bring in a uh, female assistant to assist with pap and pelvics. I mean, that's when I, when I have my appointment, that's what they do. And so that's what my doctor does. But if you have a female um, gyne- gynecologist, they may not pull in a medical assistant for a pap and pelvic exam. So, and, and I keep saying pap and pelvic for just a pelvic exam. So that's something that you have to think about too. Now you can list it in addition to either a preventative or an e service, because it could be uh, that the patient's coming in with a complaint, it's not just coming in with um, their annual exam. But just remember that you would have to reflect, and I would put this in your documentation, that you actually did have a medical assistant come in, state their name and their credentials, because they have to, it also says um, they have to have facility policy, regulation, certification, or by law to, to provide the services. So it's a clinician. Okay. So you want to make sure that you've got that. Uh, It even says staff includes medical assistants, licensed practical nurses, registered nurses, and the like, according to CPT. So it's, you know, it's, it's a good extra code. I think that, uh, ACOG will be happy about this. I think that AAFP for the primary care doctors be happy about this, but don't put it in there. If you're not pulling somebody in to assist a couple other things I want to bring to your attention, actually unrelated to that, but the part B deductible for Medicare patients in 2024 has increased. So make sure they're aware of that it's increased $14, so now it's $240 from what it is currently of $226, okay? So um, there is an increase in the Medicare Part B deductible. And hopefully some of you did take my uh, Medicare fourth quarter because if you didn't, then you missed out on a lot of new information on codes, on HCPCS codes, on updates. And the next one is until March for first quarter. So I do have it on demand at terryfletcher.net. So feel free to order it there if you need that information. Also, I'm getting a flood of emails about getting on my schedule for um, an audit. So feel free to email me. We'll let you know if we can get on your schedule or you can get on our schedule um, for either E&M or for uh, procedural audits. We'll let you know if that's our specialty and make sure if it isn't that we can refer you to somebody Um, that would be appropriate for that, but because there's a lot of low hanging fruit out there, especially level fives, you know, there's some updates with, uh, the, the times, if you are timing your codes to, for them to be leveled and the E and M side that you need to be aware of that is going to impact your practices. So it's just important that you are, um, you know, policing this, whether you're doing it internally or externally, but you just don't want to let it go because it can definitely be, be a problem. Now I know this week I was going to do my, um, top 10 and I am going to save that for, um, the, probably the new year for my top 10 coding questions. So I wanted to make it short and sweet and hopefully, um, this is helpful, uh, for the 26. So I hope everyone had a good Christmas. I just realized when I'm recording this for, for next week and hopefully, um, next they're looking forward to 2024. I know I am, but this is just a, a quick hit on that. And then most of you that are out there, please pray for my Steelers. We're seven and seven lost another one, have another game this weekend. And for my sanity, I need them to win a game or two. So, uh, send me good thoughts, but again, hope everyone had a great Christmas and happy new year. And we'll talk to you in 2024. Make it a great day and a great rest of your week, and thank you for listening to the CodeCast podcast. For more information on medical coding, billing, auditing, and compliance, including how to hire Terry, follow Terry on Twitter at @terrycoder1 or visit her website at www.terryfletcher.net. Podcast producer Joe Kuzma, music producer Assassin Music.